A king's goal is not simply to build a kingdom, but to ensure its longevity. His goal is to make sure that his family, his community, his work, and the world he influences are built to survive difficult times, not only during his lifetime, but for generations to come. Welcome to the King Culture Podcast, where we are equipping men to become selfless leaders. I'm Yvette Broughton. My name is Dominic Perbiance. And we are your hosts. So we are at the home stretch, home stretch. of the uh, attributes of a king. Um, we've been kind of going through these six attributes of what we felt like embody king culture, and they're outlined in the ebook that's out now and available. Um, so if you haven't already gotten it, you definitely want to check that out. Um, if you want to get a snapshot of some of the concepts that we're talking about, if they're available just by listening to some of our previous podcasts as we've kind of outlined everything. Um, and so this is sort of the final one that a king needs to have a plan for longevity. Talk about that. What do we mean by that? And why is that so incredibly important um, for men to have it um, in their minds right now? Well, first of all, what I mean by longevity is, is two things. It's first of all, being able to endure difficult times and, and mm. challenges and oppositions. Um, and it also means being able to endure the test of time. So can you build something that, number one, can endure when things get hard? Mm -hmm. um, whether that's a, a business, a career, a family, um, an organization, whatever you're building as a man, whether it's your reputation or whatever it is, can you build something that can last when, when times get hard? Mm -hmm. And so there's a, a famous uh, biblical a parable that, that Jesus tells in the Bible about the wise and foolish builder, mm. how a wise man builds a, builds a house on a rock right? and how a foolish man builds his house on sand. And so when the rainy season came, and the storms washed. came and, and <laughs> the, the waters, waters rose. That the house was built on sand, washed yeah. away. The house that was built on a firm foundation stood through the storm. And so when we talk about longevity, it is, is, is whether or not you and what you built can last through the storms of life. The storms and difficult times they and challenges, coming, they right. come. Yeah. Um, the second aspect of longevity is can it outlast you? Mm. Can it last through the test of time? Can you build something that the generation that comes after you can now pick up on? So there's a there's a you know this famous story about um, the the building of the cathedrals in in in, in Europe. Mm -hmm. So it would take generations if you go to Europe and ever walk into one of these cathedrals. It took generations to to build them. Yeah. And um, one of one of the more famous ones is actually still under construction. The um, the uh, Cathedral in Barcelona okay. was started probably the beginning of the 19th century. We're still building it. Mm. And so the um, Gaudi, who was the architect of, of that particular cathedral, designed it knowing that it would take generations to Beyond, finish. Yeah. yeah, it was just such an ambitious design. Mm. But he laid the plans and he laid the foundations for, for people, for generations after to, to, 
to finish it. It's yeah. still not, it won't be finished till like 2025 or something. Wow, like that's that. crazy. That's and so, crazy. And so the, uh, when, when you had to, when, when you're building something that's going to last, you had to, you had to think about, okay, am I equipping the generation to come after me with the plans, with the vision, yeah. the, the resources to be able to pick up the baton yeah. and I'm no longer here. So those are, those two aspects, being able to endure through the, the storm uh, and, and being able to endure through the test of time are what defines this kind of this, this, this idea of, long, of longevity. longevity. Yeah. You know, it's interesting too, because I think when you're building something, if you know that you're building the foundation of something or you're building the fifth floor, you really focus on the fifth floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like yeah. you really focus you know you're on doing your part. You're doing your part and you're focused on that and you're not sort of overzealous or you're not trying to pick out furniture. You're just mm -hmm. like, wall color like leave that to somebody else like you're able to really just hone in and concentrate on your leg of the race and that takes a lot of i think foresight right what we talked yeah. about last time it takes sort of uh this foresight this insight and hindsight yeah. as well to to know that well, well part of it is understanding that you're not going to be here forever yeah time just, is limited time you have a limited amount of time and so yeah you know whatever you build is is you know you have a short time to do it, and the generation that's going to come after you is yeah. going to come pick it up. And so, when you understand that's the context of life, somebody came before you, somebody's going to come after you. And so, when you understand that's your context, that's yeah. what life is. Yeah. Then you have to have a plan in order to yeah in order to ensure that because one reason why this is important is particularly for young men and young men of color. It, it, more acutely we all have we always have to start over yeah right every generation has to start over it's like we're not building the cathedral we're not adding on to the cathedral right. we're trying to build a whole new cathedral right you can't start at the foundation every single right, time right and so huge. you we look back you see all the the carnage of you know small cathedrals that were yeah, that we that started to build yeah, and they never weren't completed. completed and so i know the men that we talked to that um that are a part of King Culture that have been ministered or, or blessed by you know what we're uh, the content that we put out there. The, the biggest complaint is that I'm starting. From I have scratch, to start, start from over. scratch. Yeah. I have to figure this thing out. Yeah. And we waste so many years trying to figure it out. Yeah. If we just had a generation that came before us mm -hmm. that gave us something that we can build on, yeah. then we wouldn't have to start over. And a generation that comes after us won't have wouldn't have yeah. to start over either. You know, and I think too, it's a matter of like really being cognizant of that, like as you grow and as you age, one of the things that you talk about in the book, one of the marks is that a king with a plan for longevity is a student of the past and also has relationships, right, in both generations. Yeah. And I think that is something that's extremely important and sometimes missed, right? Like, are, if, if, if you are fortunate enough to know your grandfather or if you're fortunate enough to have access maybe to someone who's, yeah. you know, a senior, just senior than you, like, do you have relationships that kind of anchor you in the past? Are you aware of your history and your story? Does it matter to you? And if it doesn't, you might want to consider, like, thinking about building those relationships as well as what relationships do you have with sort of this generation yeah. that's coming after you. I think that's that's very significant of of moving forward, yeah. right, in your plan. And selfless leaders have to be a bridge. They have to be mm -hmm. a bridge between the generation that came before and the generation that comes after. And you always know yeah. that you're always in the middle, that yeah. you're you're building that fifth floor. 
Yeah. And that there's someone that's building a sixth floor and there's someone that built the fourth, fourth floor. <laughs> and so you know you're that's somewhere right. in the middle and you um, you live with an, with an awareness of that. And so you spend time, you know, unfortunately we live in a time where a lot of men grow up without fathers. Yeah. And, and maybe a of dis- every ethnicity. Yeah, of every ethnicity. And, yeah. and, and a disconnection maybe from their, their history. And so what I've learned is that um, there's an interconnectedness, interconnection, mm-hmm. interconnection. Interconnectedness. Between, yeah, <laughs> between all of us, right? Yeah. So I, I spent a whole lot of time, you know, not just, you know, as a little kid sitting at the feet of my grandfather or watching my father, yeah. but also reading yeah. about, the, you know, heroes. Like for me, Dr. King was a hero. Sure. And I studied his life yeah. and studied what he did. And so we don't have to start from where, we don't have to reinvent the wheel or, or start from where yeah. he started. He laid the foundation. Yeah. I remember when I was, I was in my 20s and um, was really frustrated about life and complaining about um, uh, my parents and some of the things I didn't learn from them mm. and had to relearn. And I just got slapped in the head and realized that, <laughs> you know, I'm standing on their shoulders. Learn from them. But mm-hmm. at the same time, look forward yeah. and start investing into the generation that's coming after us. Um, learn what, the, because every generation has their own tensions and their own challenges. Yeah. Um, there's nothing new under the sun. You know, we all, have, we all have the same struggles, but it manifests itself in different ways. And how we communicate with, you know, these ideas to the generation that comes, that's coming behind us is unique to them. Yeah. They live in a unique time. And so we have to spend time learning them and understanding their touch points. We have to spend time uh, as a selfless leader investing. Yeah. Because you realize that if you don't build up that generation, when you're gone, everything that you built is going to be wasted. Yeah. You mentioned Solomon, um, I no think, Solomon, in, in, yeah. in, in the episode before us. Uh, um, and the issue, Solomon was the... the the third king in Israel in the Bible, and he wrote the uh, book of Ecclesiastes, which is my favorite book in the Bible. Um, because Ecclesiastes it, is intense. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> intense, but with one thing that he complains about is, look, I'm spending all of my life building something yeah. for this generation that comes after me, and I don't know whether these, the generation that's going to come after me is going to be good or bad. Mm. And so, you know, in order to ensure that what we do is going to impact generations, we have to invest in them. Yeah. We have to make sure that we're teaching them and training them. And then it'll be up to them. Yeah, to do the same thing when they come of age. Right. Like, what are you going to do when, when, you know, when you're nearing completion of the fifth floor? Yeah. 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 You know, that are you sort of, sort of like this, um, and I think this is what kind of brings it relevant today is like, we need communities of almost like apprenticeship in a way, right? Like where um, there's there's sort of this multi-generational sharing of information um, and this need for, I think, inquiry, right? Mm -hmm. To your point that even if you didn't have certain relationships, using your agency to develop those relationships right like you have the ability to respond and I think when you look at men in a modern context is 
and, and I think, and shout out to all the men who are doing that. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? There's a, there are a lot of men that are doing that or they're getting the mentors and are, you know, building the bonds and the brotherhoods yeah. that they need. Yeah, I, I hear it all the time. Like, I don't have a mentor. It's kind of the biggest refrain from a, a lot of young men today. Yeah. And, and my, my charge to them is, okay, go ask. Yeah. Like, you, you can't live with the expectation that someone is just going to come take you under their wing and help you and give you everything that you need. You, right. At a certain point, you do have some agency in yourself, and you have to go out and, and get the, the resources that you need. And sometimes it's not, you know, a guy I can sit next to. Sometimes I just have to read a book. Yeah. Sometimes and it's a woman who might well, know what you need to know, know. Yeah. <laughs> that you and might so, need to go partner with yeah. her and learn yeah. from her. But that, it, it is your responsibility to get the help that you need. But also, at the same time, like, King Culture is not an individual culture. Yeah. It is not built on individualism. You can't do this by yourself. No. You cannot uh, be a king that lives by a code, that fights for a cause on your own. You can't um, be a leader, a selfless leader in your sphere of influence just off of your own, uh, off of your own ambitions and yeah. off your own wisdom. You need other people. You need to learn from the generation that came before you. You, you need the support of your brothers that are walking yeah. beside you and you have to be able to invest in the generation that's coming behind you. And look, man, you know, you may not have had a mentor or a father yeah. or someone to invest in you. But the thing that you can do is ensure that nobody else that has comes after you has through, to go through, through what that. you went through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and do that self that self-sacrifice. And I think something too, you know, we do talk about the young guy that, that says, hey, get a mentor. But then I think it's also a charge to, uh, middle-aged yeah. right like those who are um not quite children yeah. but not necessarily seniors to look at what does self-sacrifice look like you know maybe you're in your 30s maybe you're in your 40s maybe you're in your 50s um and do you have the time do you have the space do you have the margin is it a priority i yeah. think culturally like is it a priority is it a value of yours yeah. to make sure that you're connected and you're being for someone else maybe what you what, what, what you wish someone was for you because you've maybe had to white knuckle it all the way to where you are yeah. so well first of all some people just don't believe they have anything to share and i mm. would say as long as you're one step ahead in the journey in front of someone else, you have something to share to somebody that's one that's one step behind you. Yeah. Like I may, you know, I'm You're on the fifth floor, so yeah, I'm on. On the, I got something <laughs> I can tell you. Yeah. And even th there's a lot of older men that sit around that made a whole lot of mistakes in their lives, and they feel like they have nothing to contribute and nothing to share. And I will tell you, I've learned the most from the failures of other men mm -hmm. than their successes, probably more than their successes. Yeah. And so you have to be willing to- to Risk telling somebody risk your telling story. Risk telling somebody, look, yeah, I made, yeah. I made some mistakes. And, and, and it helps to be honest because we, we uphold these men like they're, uh, that come before us. They're infallible. They're infallible, they're perfect. Yeah. And like it helps to know that, okay, he made the same mistake I made. Yeah that he's weak in the same area that mm -hmm. I'm weak. The worst lie that you can believe as a man is that you're by yourself yeah. and that you have to figure this out by yourself. You don't. You don't. And you're not alone. You, you aren't the first man to make that mistake. 
and life is not over you can recover yeah but what you're going to have to do is take the time to learn from somebody else and learn what they did so that you won't first of all if you do that prior to making a mistake you can avoid some errors that came before you mm-hmm. for from men that that uh some some errors that you make that other men have made before you but even when you do mess up yeah you can learn that there are men that recover there are men that recover That's and right. you can you can learn from them learn what they did to pick themselves up and move on yeah and i think too as we look at like encouraging right like we want to you know, if, if you're listening, that there are things that you can do right now. Even even though longevity is not limited to finance, that is a that is yeah, a part yeah, of it, yeah. right? Like some of the things that I feel like men are learning the hard way is, man, leaving a leaving an inheritance for your children's yeah. children and what that looks and when you should start, right? Yeah. Like you don't need to start when you're sick and old, yeah. but like start now and building those. And I and I I'm so proud of I think this generation because I think it's on their mind and building yeah. wealth is on their mind um, but if it's not on your mind it should be it should be and and you know that's when you when you have a plan for longevity where whether it's finances or other areas the way you have something to leave to the generation that comes behind you is you live beneath your means mm. and and I'm on sacrifice and, yeah and, <laughs> and and that's why we when we die we have nothing left over because we consumed everything on ourselves and this is why longevity requires some selflessness it means during your life i'm not going to consume everything everything isn't going to be consumed on me whether it's financially or my time my ambitions i'm going to have something left over i'm going to live within the margins of life Mm. and i'm going to take what's ever left outside of the margins and invest in someone else's coming behind me that's the only way that it's possible if it's all about you whether financially, emotionally, some some guys we just don't have anything left over. Yeah, I don't have anything left over to give you because I spent my whole life focused on me. Yeah, so there's nothing left for anyone else, and so you're gonna have to learn how selflessness selflessness pulls you within the margins of life. Yeah, and it gives you some space to invest in someone else, and without that, there's nothing that's gonna be left over for anyone else. Yeah, and some and you're right because and and some so many men I'm sure and families know they're living in the the misfortune of that. Yeah. Right? They're living and they're feeling like, man, you know, I need to you're right. My heart is to do that, but I'm kind of starting starting yeah. over and I think that's why we need the village. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is why you can't just live in a silo um and you and not and also not judge everybody you see yeah. what well, they need to do da 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 this that and the third it's like well maybe but maybe they don't have a connection maybe you're their connection yeah, yeah. you know like are you willing to risk connection or willing to um, risk sharing advice or sharing your story and are you humble enough to receive the story yeah. and to receive the wisdom you know so I think it takes selflessness on both sides yes yeah, yeah exactly right like you got to be selfless enough to listen young blood as yeah. they say to some things that might be hard lessons or difficult but then also not um i think as an, as an adult or someone who's on the you know finishing up the corners of the fifth floor to feel like um you don't have you're so far removed from the other generation that it's easy to judge because i hear that a lot sometimes yeah. where there's we're tired of being, you know, kind of put down yeah. by an older generation. So I just 
I, I think my charge would be is that what does it look like to be humble no matter what generation yeah. you're in so that the collective can move forward yeah. and get where we need to go because the longevity, just like we're here, I think as this generation dealing with culture as it stands, we're moving together through time. Yeah. And your children's children are gonna be black 40 years from yeah, now, yeah. right? What are they gonna be going through collectively? So if we can uh, teach them how to work together, yeah. I think, and how to um, hold on to one another and, and value wisdom yeah. above all else. Yeah, the, the last thing I'll say in addition to, in addition to I think that's great, um, is that there, there comes a time when you gotta get off the stage. Come through. Yeah. <laughs> exit it's like, stage left. You know, exit yeah. stage. And so that there's, yeah. in order for a next generation to come, you have to know when it's time for you to get off the stage yeah. and prepare the stage for somebody else that's coming after you. Yeah. And so if you're selfish, if it's about you, then you're, you stay on the stage far longer than you need to. Yeah. And you never make room. And so by the time you leave, you have a whole generation that doesn't know what it's like to be on the stage. Mm. They don't know what it's like to, yeah. to be in leadership. And so they're now taking up, they're taking your place unprepared. Yeah. And so yeah. you're always in a constant mindset that look, I know there's there's a time for me to be up on stage, there's yeah. a time for me to be in the arena and fighting and 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 sacrificing, but there comes a time when the generation after me is gonna have to step up. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to leave the stage and yeah. allow them to step to up. To step up and even share the stage, I yeah. think, right? Yeah, like there's even a, a season yeah. of sharing the stage yeah. where you're not dead and gone, you yeah. still get to leave, but allowing them to learn yeah. what, you know, for, like, okay, you get up there, so now I can kind of yeah. give you some tweaks some or give treats, you some yeah. feedback and so forth and so on, I think. But that takes relationship. Yeah. And I think that's my prayer and hope is that. Um, like through King Culture that we see a culture um, where there's stronger bonds and yeah. stronger um, relationships. So guys, if you don't have a plan for longevity, I think that's something to be to be thinking about, yeah, to, give, exactly. to give some time to that. So, so some key takeaways for becoming a selfless leader is when something has longevity, um, it can endure through hard times and it can endure the test of time. Another key takeaway is that longevity comes from learning from the past and investing in the future. Thank you for joining us today on the King Culture uh, Podcast. It's been a pleasure being able to go through this content and share this content with you. Um, and make sure that you join us for our next episode right here. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the King Culture Podcast. If you've been challenged or inspired, please rate and review the show, subscribe, and tell someone else about it. If you have thoughts or questions or want to connect with us, email us at info at kingculture.org or message us on IG at King Culture Inc. Until next time.